Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie in High Heels. I am your hostess, Jamie, and this is a podcast where we talk about being transgender, part of the transgender community, and about hiding, and uh, I basically spill my guts about everything about my life, and some of it could be embarrassing, some of it's not, but whatever, and I'm kind of an open book, so if you ever have any questions, feel free about any topic. I am not shy, nor do I hold back, so I'd be happy to tell you. Put that out of the way. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing okay in, um, with your quarantine. I did not put out a uh, episode last week, and I have to apologize, but I was making rather merry, and I had been drinking. Um, now, I'm a lightweight, just so you understand. Um, let, me, let me put the, the foundation on this. I am a lightweight. I very rarely drink. I have actually, unfortunately, had more to drink during this uh, this quarantine three <laughs> three months. I've literally had a drink each month, um, which is more than what I've had in the last three years. So I don't drink. I just I don't. I like being in control of my faculties, and I get uh, when I get really tipsy I just basically my head hurts and I want to fall asleep and it's not fun there is no there's no thrill for me I'm not really enjoying what I'm drinking unless it's Jack Daniels but I'm not really (laughs) enjoying what I'm drinking and um yeah I just yeah beer is never cider's okay but I am one of those girls that I like the frou-frou drinks. And the frou-frou drinks are like pina coladas. Uh, I could drink my body weight in, in pina coladas. Um, there is a strawberry sangria. Oh my gosh. I, I have a recipe for that. So good. Especially coming up for summertime. That would be probably my next one drink that I would have during the, uh, the rest of this year. Uh, would be that. Or a strawberry daiquiri. Um, I pick the drinks that like take a lot, so I'm not making them. Not that I really have a huge craving for them, but I will say every once in a while, if the strawberry, if somebody makes a strawberry sangria for me, I'm going to drink it and they push it in my direction. But so for Mother's Day, which by the way, happy belated Mother's Day to everyone out there, um, who is a mom or even a grandmom, um, happy Mother's Day to you. And I hope you had some good celebration. I had a really good meal, um, which I cannot remember. I want to say it was chicken. <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm sorry. But uh, I ended up having my favorite Jack and Coke. Now, it's not just a regular Jack because I have found that if you do a Jack and Coke with Honey Jack, it's really, really good. Really good. And I ran out of Honey Jack because my wife also uh, drinks those every once in a while. So I thought we had more and I only got one. So I wanted so I wanted some so bad um, that I ended up to going back and getting a um, there wasn't any in there. So I had the little, you know, the little individual small little miniature bottles. So I had one of those of uh, Gentleman Jack. And I ended up pouring another drink. And I got about halfway through that. And I was done. I just, I was in no shape of trying to operate anything that had buttons or required 
um, using a microphone at all, you probably would have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, it's not like I start getting belligerent. I just, I start thinking about, I talk about really weird topics and yeah, so it would not have been pretty. So I took a break. Um, and I have, uh, I've tried to recover this past week and been better than what I, I was on sun last Sunday. So, and speaking of which, um, I also have to tell you, uh, which I thought was really interesting was that I talked to Amy on Wednesday, about four or five days ago, this past Wednesday. Okay. And it was really funny. Talk about being still hiding. She brought up a really interesting point. And, um, she was saying, uh, first of all, she, she had not listened to it. And, but it was a week and a half and I had not heard from her. So I started to get a little worried. I thought, okay, we, the episode aired and I just, I, I, I said, thank you when we recorded it. And then I just let it air. And then I didn't say anything. I didn't follow up with her. And was like, how'd you like it? Or anything else like that. I gave her the link when it came out. That was on, on Monday. And I just left it, just left alone. And I never heard back. And I started to worry. And because I'm thinking, oh boy, she doesn't like it. She's never going to talk to me again. I don't know what the hell's going to go on. So I got very nervous. So along comes Wednesday. I was like, well, I got to get in touch with her. I was like, do I contact her for Mother's Day? I don't know. I had a huge struggle back and forth. I didn't know whether or not I should, like, if I tell her, if I contact her and say, Happy Mother's Day, she might, you know, I don't want her being angry at me or like, why did you talk me into this? You know, or whatever the case may be. I didn't want to be upsetting to her. So I decided instead of calling her that I would text her. And I texted her or sent her a message on Facebook, really, uh, is what I did. And I asked her, I was like, hey, did you hear the episode? Do you like it? What were your thoughts? And oh, by the way, happy Mother's Day or Grandmother's Day. Um, and yeah, so she had not listened to it. But she ended up getting back to me later on. I think it was the next day. Um, and she told me something very interesting. She was like, it was good. She was, it was fun listening to us, you know, go, uh, talk about old times and everything. But my voice did not sound as feminine as it normally does on my episodes. And I thought, God, you know, I really started pondering about that after she told me that. But it's, here it is. I am talking to my oldest and dearest friend, the person that I trust second to my wife because she's known me, she knows me, um, she knows that I'm a trans woman. She's known that for a long time, uh, longer than anybody. She was the very first person I ever told. Um, oh, besides my therapist. Did I? God, no, she even knew before the therapist knew. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, she's known, but I'm still hiding even with her. I've never really been feminine around her. And even when we talk, like when I call her and just have a phone conversation with her, I just, I still present male, which is so weird. I don't understand why I do that or I, I do it unconsciously, I guess. Um, cause I thought that I was, 
I thought that I was presenting more in my my female tone, like what I have right now. And I know it's not the best in the world. So if it's not feminine, I, you know, at this point, I really don't care. But it's all I got. And I'm not going to sit there and go, hi, everybody. Good to see you. I'm not going to strain like that. So this is what you get. Um, the hormones aren't going to help me. So <laughs> what it is is what it is. Um, but she's telling me that... Um, that I wasn't as feminine, but I really realized that I just, it really took me off guard because I did not realize that I am just so, it's so embedded in me to hide, so embedded me into, uh, in me in order to present as male. Even when I'm in a, in a venue where I am safe to be me, I am with a person who, and talking to a person who knows me and I, I am very I feel very safe around that individual and I still ended up uh, because of the programming that you go through I don't know if anybody else goes through that but man oh man I you just get in this knee-jerk reaction and it's just how things are um, which I thought was very it was very alarming for me um, not in a like grotesque way, but it just was one of those to where I'm like, man, I did not realize that I just get in this routine and that's it. And, <laughs> you know, you, you, I think when you hide, at least for me, it ends up being a situation to where you do everything you possibly can in order to appear male. Um, and you, you do not want to have any kind of thought, any inkling that someone looks at you and goes, well, that was kind of feminine or well, that guy seems kind of, you know, I, I hate those kind of responses. So that's, I don't want that. And so I've always tried to, and I don't know whether or not you guys do that or not, um, but yeah, oh my gosh, I did not realize that it was just so embedded and I'm actually having to reprogram myself. I think I said this in the earlier episode, but it is so true and so connected with this is that um, I went up to a friend of mine that I worked with who knows. And again, I feel very comfortable with her. She's amazing. Um, she was really my, my, you know, supervisor, my second. I mean, she wasn't in charge of the shop, but she was in uh, second in command. And I asked her, I said, you know what? I said, you know, when I am presenting female, I've been presenting male for so long. I don't know how I'm going to present female. Like if I'm going to be able to pull it off. And she just looked at me and she goes, huh? And she's like, you're a female, so therefore anything you're doing is female. doesn't matter. It's not like a feminine action. I'm like, literally, it's, it felt like I got mentally just bitch slapped. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate having her in my life because she, um, yeah, she just snapped me out of it. She's, she's like, of course, you're a woman, so therefore anything you're doing is feminine, so it doesn't make any difference. Like, you 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 put it in your mind the barriers the black and white and it's uh it's just really interesting how that connects i would really love to hear have you ever caught yourself any of you uh out there ever caught yourself doing that when you know you're safe but you're still presenting as 
the you know your your born gender and like the one that's safe so you're hiding your true self um i would be really interested i would love to compare notes uh with uh with anyone so please let me know would love to hear from you um also i have to tell you i really want to share um i've had a pretty busy week uh i'm getting into cooking more i don't know i mean covid everyone's baking apparently so the world's running out of flour uh from what we've heard but i'm like i'm cooking at home more not that i'm trying to take away from the restaurants but i'm i'm also broke so i mean i've got to make do with what i can so you gotta buy some food and you know hope you got leftovers which i do most of the time so i'm cooking at home and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really, really enjoying uh, cooking. I love cooking with my wife. Um, she is, we just really click. She's more of a baker and I'm more of a cooker. And uh, I'm very proud of her because she's doing more. She never liked cooking meat. Like, uh, and I know that sounds weird, but like a steak, you know, or let's cute cook a chicken breast instead of it being in a casserole or chopped up or just an ingredient as far as like, you know, white chicken chili or something along those lines, she has always had a little fear of doing that. And she's conquered it. Um, we had, uh, yeah, for Mother's Day, she ended up making me filet mignon, which was to die for. Let me, it's like butter. It was so good. Uh, and she did a marvelous job and she was so nervous and so worried about it, but she did a great job. And so, um, I just love cooking with her. And, uh, I did find out though in cooking that there is no way, no way in hell that I could ever be a, uh, cook at a restaurant. I am, I get very focused and like if she gets it's sometimes every once in a while she's zigging when I'm zagging and we end up colliding into one another or something along those lines and it frustrates me and she knows and it's not anything against her it just it's the situation but she does take it very personally and I just I told her I was like yeah I am no line chef don't <laughs> don't put me in that situation because I will fail I like cooking at home but don't put me in a restaurant with the pressure and this has got to be in that and I mean, I work up a sweat just trying to get food on the table for us. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, oh, I bought a paint set. I, okay, so I do play d and I'm very much into gaming. Uh, I'm right now, I stopped playing D&D. For the past couple of years, I'm playing um, a, uh, campaign in Dungeon World. So, I don't know if there's any gamers or RPG players that are out there that listen or anything else, but hey, if you are and you like to play, one more thing we have in common. Um, I know that there are a lot of people in the trans community that, uh, that do play, but I ended up going through a company called Hero Forge in order to be able to make my figures. Now, I don't know, I'm not... I would love to have them, you know, they're not a sponsor or anything. I'm just telling you it's a product that I like. Um, Hero Forge is great. You get to design it and you get to choose the material and everything. And I've got four of my characters that I'm using, um, but I've, I've never painted them. I've always relied, like the two that I have right now, I've relied on my kid in order to be able to paint them. And my child is a wonderful painter, but it's like, well, I want to, you know, I want to do something. 
So I went out and I bought me a paint set. So um how many how many colors do we have? I've got 60 colors, 43 acry acrylics, 7 washes, 5 metallics. We're fabulous. Uh and I've even got a new uh fine detail uh brush set. I am just I'm locked and loaded for for this. I am uh I am so excited to get busy and and uh and doing some painting. I'm also getting crafty. I'm making masks. Finally, I got some material um I had ordered a while ago and it finally got here. And I'm making masks. I have bed sheets, which is okay. But again, we go back to having to hide. And my bed sheets, uh which they say is a good material in order for you to use above a certain thread count. Um, or denim. Uh, denim is also actually good. I don't know how you can breathe in that, but, um, yeah. So, the bed sheet, though, has flowers. Now, flowers are okay, but when you're trying to present as a guy, and you're trying to pretend that you're not female, um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to do that when you're walking around with a flowered mask on. So, I finally got some, you know, some good, I got Star Wars fabric. Uh, I had to get some Star Wars fabric. I'm, I'm a junk. I'm such a geeky girl. But I got Star Wars fabric and I got Doctor Who, uh, fabric. So I'm very excited about that. Exploding Tardis fabric. Um, so I'm very, I love. Um, I'm a huge Whovian. Um, and I love a lot of that sci-fi. I'm just a junkie for all that stuff. But uh, I'm definitely a Star Wars girl. I love Star Trek. Star Trek's nice. It's good. But I I really get in more to uh, Star Wars. And especially, um, I love The Mandalorian. So I I could watch that. And there's just something about uh, his voice. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, not that I ever want to, like, do anything. But it's just like, hmm, that guy's got a nice voice. And it's <laughs> he doesn't take the mask off. So it's coming over the speaker. But I'm still like, man, I just I could listen to him talk all day, but he's only got like two, three lines here and there, and that's about it. I know, it's ridiculous. So anyway, I'm making masks. Um what else am I doing? Oh, we were doing some gardening. That was really exciting. So I finished today planting. We've been planting our little garden. We live in a town home, so I've got a little raised flower bed uh in the back. It's uh made out of cinder blocks. My wife had a fantastic idea of we were going to use the wood but we're again we you know being in a tight community you certainly don't want to do anything that's going to um draw bugs or you know uh, in this case termites and just have some rotting wood out there or anything else so she got the idea of making a raised flower bed out of cinder blocks and the cool part is you can use the holes the little squares in the inside of the cinder block as a pot as well so we've got a nice little bed and we have 22 little pots all the way around the side and uh we've got cilantro out there radishes some green onions um some uh, miniature uh, uh cantaloupe which i'm really excited about some green uh, grape tomatoes uh spinach and carrots and it's multicolored carrots or rainbow carrots which i I don't know if it's rain they're really called rainbow carrots, but I'm calling them rainbow carrots. And I'm really excited about that. That's what I planted today. I did seven rows at 15 uh, seeds each row, so 105. 
Um, not that anybody's counting or anything, but it's really cool because they come in five different colors. You have your original orange, like a carrot, you know, we all normally see. But then we have white, yellow, red, and purple. And you just don't know what you're going to get. So I'm really excited to see these grow and um, and see how they're going to be. So we're doing a lot of, of gardening. So I'm feeling good. I'm getting outside, but I'm not like I'm in my own backyard. Can't hurt there. That's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I really am excited about the uh, the cinder blocks. I... I think if you're if you're in a tight spot and you need a, a small little something to be able to be able to, they're they're a buck seventy five a piece, and you've got two pots with each brick. I mean it's wonderful, and so yeah, it, it's a really good. Uh, um, it's a money saver. I'll post some pictures up, um, a little before and after before I had it all planted, and now I've got sticks identifying what I've got in each pot. Um, but it's really cool, and I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be fun. Um, so I've been doing that a lot, but um, yeah, just anything you can do. Even though we have a lot of uh, you know, the states are some of them are lifting, uh, they're moving into phase ones and everything else. There's still I have to worry about my mom, and so I'm staying put. Uh, I'm I'm extremely nervous about the uh, second spike that might be happening, and I so I just gotta. If you're like me, and again get paranoid about these types of things, I mean, if not, good on you. You know, if I didn't have to live worrying every single day about a whole bunch of stuff, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I end up doing it, and I mean, I get my mom to worry about as well. So you do the you go the extra mile. So um I think we're going to order a pizza. <laughs> I am I am I love cooking and I and I say this just after I say how much I love cooking, but you know what? It just tomorrow today was a a nice old triumph and I think tomorrow I think we're just going to order a pizza. Um it's my wife's favorite food. It's her comfort food. She will never say no to pizza and I we haven't had pizza in a while. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be um that'll be something to look forward to. So I think we're going to order pizza. So now that I'm like completely hungry and it's like um what time is it? It's 12:30 at night. So there you go. Just what I need to be doing. Oh boy. Anyway, well, I should probably wrap it up um, on that specific note. Um, I I do have to go take care of my mom one last time before the night, and I can go to bed as well. Uh, I hope you all are having a good time or trying to do whatever you can. Um, and, uh, oh, 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 one thing that I forgot that I wanted to share with you. I don't know if you have seen it. I hope that you have, but during this time period and in, in being in quarantine, John Krasinski from the office or, or Jack Ryan, I, I think he's on Netflix or on Amazon or something. Um, so he's doing a series called some good news SGN. And if you, they've done eight episodes so far, if you have not watched them, you need to tune in, look him up on Facebook. He has postings and they're all on YouTube. Um, it's amazing and it really I have to say it moves me I cry in each one of these because they're just so good 
Um, and yeah, so he actually has turned me into a Red Sox fan. He's from Boston. Uh, and they did this one episode that was, um, really, you know, showcasing the heroes that are in the uh, hospitals and, and everything. And he was, uh, working with a, a group of five or six of them that were in his hometown. And he ended up taking them out to, uh, Fenway Pack. And it took him down to the pack, and and he was able to. Even though it was raining, they got to throw out a pitch. Um, they're you know they had they were up on the big green monster, and um, they had uh, had a good time. So I have to say that I am because of that. I was never really a Red Sox fan, but I will definitely because of this. I will I will root for the Red Sox as well. So um, so watch it. Some good news. You will not be disappointed at all. Okay, so during this time, if you're crazy and you want to know what, you know, all the negative stuff that's going on in the news and everything else, you need, every one of us, I think, needs a little bit of good news. And that's all this is, is watching how this world is. They're not all out to get us. Uh, there's a bunch of wonderful people that are out there. And it uh, it's a little, it's it's a little reassuring to know that there are some really great people out there. So with that note, much better than me talking about how hungry I am and now that I want pizza. But on that note of positivity, I will say good night. Um, I hope you all are doing well. And if you have any questions, comments, anything that you're relating to uh, that I just talked about, give me a call or give me a call. Write me at questions. Send me a note uh, at questions at tinehighheels.com. Um, you can even go to the website at tinehighheels.com. Go to the contact page, and there's a little form. I'd love to hear from you from there. Um, or you can look me up on Facebook at uh, Facebook and Instagram, both uh, in in uh, tie in high heels. I can't talk all of a sudden. I don't understand what's going on. Tie in high heels on Facebook and Instagram. There we go. So. All right. I will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.